be who you are and acknowledge how you feel. Because at the beginning, middle, and end of the day, real is the new real. Welcome back. I'm your hostess, Shannon McGuire, and this week we're talking about consent. When I open up space, whether it's through coaching, facilitation, conversation, strategy, meetings, whenever we're getting real, I like to take a pause and acknowledge something, and that something is consent. So I usually say something to the effect of, always be mindful of what you're consenting to. The heart and mind are sacred spaces, and we're not always present with the decisions we make when we make them. And I bring this up because consent is a very tricky thing. You know how you go through your phone and you do your updates and upgrades to your apps and whatnot, or even the phone itself, and you just click agree? We go through life a lot, just clicking agree. Whether we want to admit it, see it, acknowledge it, whatever it may be, that consent that we give is constant. Every time we tune into something and give it our attention, every time we show up with intention, even when we are practicing retention, consent. When we are in relationships, whether they're intimate, friends, family, strangers, hell, even enemies, anything we're giving our energy to, in some way, shape, or form, we're consenting to. Now, that is a tricky word, I understand, and it's actually going through rewrites and rescripting and redefinitions as we speak right now, or as I speak, spoken, yo, whatever. Consent. It's a word that I've been practicing a lot of discernment around because once I started paying attention to the decisions I was making, how I was making them, whether I was coming from a victimhood lens, did I have truth, trust, and openness when that decision was being brought forth? Where was the consent? Where did consent show up? How was I giving it? Just by tuning in, locking eye contact, listening, asking a question, answering a question, whatever it may be. Even when another person wasn't present and I was in my head giving energy and intention and intention and assumptions and all the things to other people and things and events, Oh, man, spun me out. And the easiest way, as I mentioned before, was paying attention to what I was clicking, surfing the web, being on my phone, all those things. I'm consenting. How can I get pissed at the device before me and what it's doing, whether it's collecting my data, collecting my voice, using me? (laughs) This technology really is built with that in mind. Can you say psychology plus STEM? Whole other topic, whole other day. Right now we're talking about consent and how consent shows up from us, through us to these things, to these people, to these events. Consent is one to watch because decision-making happens from the moment we get up. I mean, we wake up and make countless decisions throughout the day. And by the end of the day, we can be so worn down that we just keep saying yes. We can be so lazy. We can be so distracted that we can keep agreeing to things that don't serve us, things that are draining us. And why won't we stop them Oh, many different reasons. Maybe they feel good in the moment, but they feel crappy later. Whatever it may be, consent is something to be mindful of. In relationships, I find this one most interesting. When I coach, a lot of times I spend energy getting folks to acknowledge how they feel because once that acknowledgement is there, we can work on self Many different times, people want to talk about others. They'll spend their entire conversation with me just talking about the other people in their lives and what they're doing. And if I practice bringing their attention back to themselves and the intention back to themselves, there could be some retention, 
around the consent and energy that's being given to others and other things. Sometimes people don't like that. And they say, well, they're doing this to me. I'm like, remember the whole victimhood conversation? Let's not focus outside of self and what we can't control. Let's bring it back to where we can practice awareness and check those consents. Did you answer the phone? Are you staying connected to that person one way, shape, or form through thinking, speaking, whatever it may be? There may be some consents being given. And that's a hard one because it's like, well, I don't have a choice. We always have a choice. Choice says we get to make the decision. We always have the power. How do we practice that power? Do we make those decisions from victimhood or joyhood? Do we make those decisions about obligations that are there for others we must complete? Or are we making it about the yeses to ourselves? And consent is interesting when I link it to boundaries. Boundaries is a word that sometimes I scratch my head around because boundaries sometimes seems to be used against others. I set my boundaries. I have boundaries. People are outside of my boundaries. I am within my boundary. I'm like, damn, what is your boundary? And why are we building up these walls? Why are you building up these walls? What is so wrong or so hard that we have to have boundaries? Is it that you don't know how to say no? Is it that you don't know how to say yes to yourself? For me, I like to put up guardrails. It's like bowling. I have my lane. I'm in my lane. Guardrails keep me in my zone. Whether I'm driving in my car, which is sort of like the guardrails, I'm doing my thing. I'm in my lane. I use my blinker. I'm going. But oftentimes with consent, there could be some sort of uh, arguing intention that comes up, if you will, when those beliefs bump up against each other. And usually in relationships, there comes a time where There's differing beliefs, differing perspectives, differing ways of looking at the world, different perceptions in how life was formed, even though we have this shared worldview. So it's like driving in that car and all of a sudden feeling sideswiped. And then another person blaming you, like, you did it. I was in my lane. I had my guardrails up. I'm doing my thing. See, boundaries is like, I'm going to drive with the bubble around me and no one will ever penetrate. I'm like, nah, that's not how it works. And I get it. There's so much conversation around boundaries, which I find tied to psychological terms like processing and codependency and disassociation and all these things that are reserved for, like, the field of science, of the mind and all the things. They're making it into pop culture references and how we speak. (laughs) Just the whole terms around gaslighting and all these things and a need for boundaries. I'm like, that is such external living. What are you consenting to? What are you consenting to? And bringing it all back to that word consent, I just keep thinking to myself, is it that hard to say yes to self from a place of joy and not victimhood? Well, yeah, it kind of is. Because when you listen to the music and you see the television shows and the movies and whatnot, drama and victimhood is there. Fear, anger, disgust, sadness, and schadenfreude reign supreme. It is how we are primed. It is how we come into this world. It is sometimes what we're even conceived in. I mean, consent. Always be mindful of what you're consenting to. Always be mindful of what you're giving your attention and intention to. Be mindful. Don't just click agree. I mean, have you ever sat there and read it? You probably started and like, I don't understand this shit. This is taking too long. I mean, Instagram and all these things you're posting your pictures on. Do you know that in some way, shape, or form, they have rights to use your likeness and your image because you're putting it there. Some people don't. Maybe it's changed. Last time I read it, it didn't. All the things. I just sit back and think through consent and how it shows up. 
So be mindful of where you're giving your energy. Be mindful of what you're saying yes to. Be mindful of the power that you have to make decisions for yourself and sometimes others. How are you using it? Where are you coming from? If you enjoyed all of these nuggets of mom wisdom in this conversation, you will enjoy Two Mothers from the Hood, my memoir where I discuss these things at a deeper level. Be who you are and acknowledge how you feel because at the beginning, middle, and end of the day, real is the new real. I encourage you to check out SupremeMoms.com where you'll find tools and insights to help you live more days feeling good about being yourself.